You're listening to She's Got Drive podcast, the podcast that inspires women to be the driver in their own lives through the life and stories of black women with drive. And I'm your host, Shirley McAlpine. I'm a business consultant, an executive coach, and a leadership facilitator, working with people and organizations to live their lives by design and not default. Welcome back to another episode of She's Got Drive. Welcome back. And as we start February, I have decided to do an episode which is about inspiring us into action. So this is a combination of me and um, my guests sharing a couple of courageous moments, some guests that I've had on the show. Um, You know, when we get into February of a year, We are either in the place where we created some powerful 2019 goals and we are in action on our goals or we created, which is great, or we created some 2019 goals and we haven't done anything about them or we've got to February and we thought, oh, I was supposed to create some goals and I haven't done it yet. Now, the first thing is, it's never too late to create goals on having the life that you want. Never. So the beginning of the year has lots of kind of creation energy. But, you know, you could do that in July, really, if that's where the wake up happens, you know, and the intention happens. But what I do know is when you're intentional about what you want for your life, then your life will start to reflect that. When you are intentional, you create it, you vision it you take the action in it, then your life is going to be um, more of what you want versus what you have. And, and, and there may be nothing wrong with what you have, not from a place of what's wrong, but it's just like, what is it the life that I want? And how do I want to create my life? So last week, um, the last episode, I gave you the Um, I went through how I've done it this year and there was the free PDF and on get your goals on with the four step guide to creating your goals and instructions on how to make sure that you win at the goals that you are creating for yourself. And you can download that at ShirleyMcAlpine.com forward slash goalkeeper, ShirleyMcAlpine.com forward slash goalkeeper. It's a really straightforward guide, simple but effective in creating the goals that you want and getting you in action. So I recommend that you do that. But I thought one of the things that stops us from taking on our goals is the doubts that we had. I spoke about that before. But, you know, it could be being courageous is what stops us. It takes courage to make changes in our lives. You know, we get we 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 may be in a rut, but we're in a comfortable one. It's familiar. We may be in a job that we don't really love, but it's one that we know to go to every day. We may be in relationship with someone and you think, "Eh, I'm not so sure if I want to wake up to you for the rest of my life, but it's someone I know. You know, people fall into patterns that don't really serve them, you know, and if they really looked at what they wanted, is is that really what they want? So with change comes discomfort, comes um, risk, and some people hesitate. So today's episode is about taking courageous action. And I wanted to have two guests, you know, who have been on the show sharing 
their courageous moments. And just putting those together in the show, I thought will kind of galvanize us into action, inspire us in what we're doing and remind us that of those key messages that they got, as in my guests got, when they took on um, courageous actions in their own life. Courageous moments, the, you know, the word courage is derived from the French word la coeur, the heart. And what that says for me is that it speaks to the moments of courage being actions that are ultimately led from our heart, where we take on a brave action that's in service of us or in service of another. And we're confronting something, we're going past something, we're we're forwarding something, we're we're facing something and going beyond it and, or meeting it. Those are moments in time where we make a choice about who we're going to be, and that courageous is being is we call it being courageous or being brave, and the being comes before action. Courage is contagious, actually, you know. When we see other people being courageous, you know, it can inspire us to be courageous in our own life. So let's listen to Glinda Carr's Courageous Moment. She was my guest on episode 44. She has a really inspiring courageous moment that she shared with me. What comes to mind when I, when I say that one of the most courageous moments that you've had, what was it and what was the outcome? I mean, I don't know necessarily if people would see it as courageous. It was courageous for me. So oftentimes, um, black women lead every day right um and we often lead in the shadows we leave lead in the background like we get the work done uh and oftentimes you know women have to you know be asked to run for office um or run for leadership roles because we just do the work don't necessarily need um to be out front so um for me stepping out like deciding that you know kimberly and i deciding that we were going to invest our time talent and energy in this organization um, we didn't know what it was going to look like, you know, and oftentimes as we were starting to build the organization and fund the organization, didn't know what, where money was going to come from. The, the notion of deciding to step, step out on faith and step out on our own leadership for us uh, was very important. Uh, again, it was at a time where I didn't have a job, um, had just decided to put out my own, you know, um, own shingle to be a consultant uh, and had been, you know, building that, that part of my work. Um, so my brother, uh, once said during that time is, you know, you're never going to see, you're never going to, um, absolutely see your great greatness until you step into your darkness and being, mm-hmm. and being okay with stepping into darkness to find your light. Um, so my kind of affirmation for this year, um, is stepping into and receiving my light. And I think that's what women and particularly black women, um, ought to be doing that we need to trust our leadership, um, trust um, the uncertainty of taking risks mm-hmm. um, because we have absolutely, you know, my name is Glenda. <laughs> so, uh, you know, in the spirit of Glenda, the good witch is, you know, you, you know, you, you know, you've always had the power, you know, right. black women have always had the power. Everyone else knows that we've had the power and the more we step into and lean into our light and our leadership, um, the more powerful we individually are and collectively are. So, you know, me being able to say, I'm going to step out without a safety net, step out in something, you know, that we don't know if it's going to be successful leads mm-hmm. us to this moment where in September, Kamala, U.S. Senator Kamala Harris said at an event is that we built this 
institution for this season. Um, so being able to, you know, weather the storm um, and uh, inspire others, uh, not only to um, step out uh, and take risks uh, in the spirit of Shirley Chisholm. You know, Shirley Chisholm's, you know, unbought and unbossed leadership is exactly what we need. And black women across this country, we've quietly been doing it every day, either for others um, or for our communities. And it is now more than ever that we need to see more black women um, step into their leadership. Right. Well, that was inspiring, wasn't it? You know, I love hearing the stories of the moments where other people took action when... um, it felt hard or it felt challenging or the people around them thought, what are you doing? You know, so, you know, those are, if you're sitting with any of anything similar to that, take the action, take the action and know that it kind of turns out if you're following what's true for you, you know? So I wanted to take this opportunity also to, invite you to share with me what you are getting from the show and also share with me what are the themes that you've created if you listen to last week's episode one of the things I took I said suggest is you create a theme for your life for 2019 and mine is bold beautiful audacious and courageous and you know if you've got a theme then it inspires the action in the moment So when I have moments of hesitation, I know that I'm standing in being bold, beautiful, audacious and courageous. And I'm like, get on with it. Take it. Do it. You know, so I invite you to do that and let me know. You know, you can let me know via my um, Instagram account, Shirley Shirley McAlpine. You can go on the Facebook page. She's got drive. Um, You can email me at ShirleyMcAlpine.com forward slash contact me. (laughs) so uh, you can contact me that way and let me know and if you or you can also let me know the goals that you're taking on in you know what you've done with the goalkeeper how you're filling that in and completing that and what it's what difference it's making to you so remember you can get the your four-step guide your goalkeeper at shirleymcalpine.com forward slash goalkeeper that's straightforward isn't it shirleymcalpine.com forward slash goalkeeper it's simple. It won't take you that long to do, but it will make a big difference to you. So I suggest you do that. I'm really pleased to kind of be sharing this courageous moment with you. Charlene Brown was our a former guest on episode 41. And so let's listen to her courageous moment. So Charlene, I wanted to ask you, what has been a courageous moment for you in your life? I think uh, for me, that would have been, uh, I took off about a year from work to sort of step back and give myself some time to think about what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, that meant giving up a job that was very secure. I remember my mom kind of lecturing me at the time I was in my my mid-20s, mid to late 20s. And so I had, you know, a job in the investment world where I often came home with the town car if I worked late at night and I, I traveled for work, you know, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for us as an immigrant family, I had arrived, right? You have a nice, secure job. It pays you well. You're treated well. What more could you want? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, the idea of giving all of that up, 
uh, to go to Cuba, which is partly what I had wanted to do since I was in college but couldn't afford it, mm-hmm. and I still wanted to go. Uh, that was sort of a really hard decision, and my feeling was that I was young enough to come back from it if it was a really bad mistake, right. but that I needed to sort of seize the moment because when would I be in my 20s again? And, you know, I, I just, I left the job. Um, I had organized my finances and so forth. Everything was um, well organized. It wasn't like I was leaving bills behind. Mm-hmm. And then I went and it turned out to be a great experience um, from a number of different standpoints. met one of my closest friends there who lives in London and she and I are still um, very close till this day. I'm actually the, the godmother to her son. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned a lot about um, Jamaican history and Cuban history and how those two things were intertwined. My grandmother had always told me stories about Jamaican um, history and, and Cuban history and how, you know, we sort of had these exchange programs and they were done away with, you know, post uh, Fidel Castro's um, taking power. Mm-hmm. But and, and the impression that I had historically received was that like every single Jamaican came home and every single Cuban went back to Cuba. And that's not true. And so it, it goes a long way to sort of help you to realize that you always have to, you know, test assumptions when people say everything is this way or everything is that way. It's not always true. And sometimes we're sold that perception. Right. Um, but it also contributed to, I think, my my ability to segue into international development because I had spent time in a country in a, in, in a context, you know, working and on building my language skills. And so when I came back, um, it's much more attractive to employers in the international development space because I had comfort being outside of the United States. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things that they tend to look for when you're in international development. They want to make sure that you can go overseas and sort of represent the best of the organization and not make cultural faux pas. Right. And, and so I was sort of ready um, for that. And um, I think that in, in addition to, of course, the experience that I had before, really sort of laid the foundation for that transition um, into international development and into microfinance. Wow. So I consider that to be my brave moment because it really just took a lot of guts for me to sort of step back. Oftentimes when you're in the middle of just living and breathing a job and, and you have a family, it takes up everything and it consumes you. And you can feel yourself within yourself that something isn't complete. Right. Um, but we often don't give ourselves the time to sort of step back and say, okay, well, what next? What do I, what's my next passion? And I want to live by my passion. It does take a lot of courage to walk away from, as you said, that quote unquote, you've arrived really moment for giving up, given your history, your background and to leave that behind and then take this leap of faith and then, and it pays off, you know, is yes. what I get. Yes. It's really pays off in so many ways. Yeah, in and so you can't ways. always see it. And I think that that's important that sometimes you do have to walk by faith mm-hmm. and, and just be open. Yeah. And I, I again, I think that's something that as as women we struggle with, but more broadly as a society, I think it's something that we struggle with. Right, yes, yes. I do believe that um, these moments of courage, as I share, talk about them as heartfelt moments, the moments that where we step um, forward on behalf of ourselves or on behalf of others. And I do feel like that they, it, there's always a gift in there and we don't always know, as you say, what the gift's gonna be until we come back maybe. Exactly. <laughs> until exactly. after the fact, but thank you so much for sharing yeah. that. 
That's so great from Glinda and Charlene, two inspiring um, stories of moments in their life where they've taken courageous action. And I wanted to share that with you so that it, it helps us do the things that the places where we hesitate. And um, I also wanted to, it reminds me of David White's work, a poet and leadership consultant. And in his work, one of the pieces of his work, his beautiful poetry, by the way, if you ever want to look him up. Um, one of the um, pieces of his work that he does, he does this thing about the five levels of a courageous conversation. And the first level is actually a private conversation, courageous conversation. It's the courageous conversation that we are having or not having with ourselves. And this private conversation is, he he's puts it in the, in the way of five questions when he talks about the different levels of the courageous conversation. And in the private conversation, the question is, what is the courageous conversation that I am refusing to have with myself in my own heart and mind with regard to my work and my present life's threshold on which I find myself? You know, so what is the courageous conversation that I'm not having with my partner or my spouse or my children or my loved ones? And this question, although privately is an essential foundation for all the other courageous conversations that we ought to be having or aren't having in our lives um it's it's he 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 says that it's really difficult to be passionate or sincere about what's happening in the outer world um if we neglect our own primary questions with regard to our own life and so i share with that with you to say that very difficult conversation when we look at our life and feel what is it what is it that what is the conversation I need to have with myself what's the conversation I need to have with others and it's that courageous conversation with ourselves that has to happen before we take a courageous action you know for both Glinda and Charlene I imagine had a number of conversations with themselves before they actually started having conversations with the people around them about what it is that they wanted to do if you're looking for a place to start then the start would be maybe to answer the david white question is what is the courageous conversation that i'm refusing to have with myself in my own heart and mind with regard to my life well that's it there's two inspiring courageous moments for us and to help us get into action i'm mindful that february in the u.s is also the beginning of black history month so we're going to have many stories and um, see many posts of people who have taken action, who are pioneers, who have been courageous, that we can be inspired by. Let their story really penetrate, impact us so that it it has us take one thing from what they share, what we see in their story and in, invite us to step forward and take risks. So I'm looking forward to this month because all the posts that come through and the new discoveries that that I find about people that I think oh I didn't know that about that person whether they are past our past ancestors or whether they're with us and live and thriving and doing great things in the world today so 
I'd always love to hear from you, as you know. So please get in contact with me um, via my Instagram. I'm going to remind you again, please download the goalkeeper at shirleymcalpine.com forward slash goalkeeper. If you are loving this show, please head over to iTunes and rate and review the show. It means a lot to me and the show is growing. It's really exciting and it's because of you and you sharing the show and um, reviewing the show and expanding the listenership of the show. So continue to share the show with the people in your life. Continue to listen. I appreciate you all. And then let me know how you are getting on. She's Got Drive is produced by Cassandra Voltolina. The music is by the awesome all-female band Blonde. The song is called Circles. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, go well and stay well. <laughs>